Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, baby. To the to the final episode uh, of 2022 of Breaking Patterns. Could you say that again real fast? To the final episode of Breaking Patterns in 2022. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, we've made it to the finish line, John. I know. You've I know. done it. I've You've done, done it. it. I've done it. And like, here's, all right, so I wanted to share this story. It didn't, all right, because this is a fun story. Somebody, it was at an event I don't know, like three, four months ago. And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm trying this new alcohol, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, uh, you, would you like to try it? And I was like, no, I don't I don't I don't drink. Um, and, you know, I kind of save the theatrics of why I'm not drinking. I just say I don't drink. And she goes, oh, come on, just, you know, take like a little sip. And I was just like, no, no, I'm fine. And then it comes out. I'm like, well, I'm taking a year off everything. She goes, well, a sip's not going to hurt you. And mm. I was like, well, a sip is where it starts. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying I have this raging pull to when I have a sip, I got to just go all balls to the wall. I've never had that issue. It's just more or less the principle. Like I said, no alcohol. That means no alcohol, period. Like, Mm. period. Same thing with like weed or something. The only type of cannabis use I've had this year has been topical use on my knee and my ankle. Mm. So it's been a lotion like applied to my knee and ankle for dancing. But no ingestion, no stoned, none of that. Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. A fucking year. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. I uh, I mean, I can believe that we made it through a year. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I I don't know how many patterns I broke, um, but I know that I (laughs) did a lot of did a lot to change myself in 2022. So that that's something Mm -hmm. Um, I think. Can I can I speak on like your behalf for a second? Oh, sure. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is you've accumulated clientele and you've gotten a real taste of what a heavy workload looks like. Mm. You knew coming into the year that it was like, I'm going to make an advancement. Yeah. You got busy, dude. You were so busy and you were just on all, you know, all jets were going and you were, you, you saw a different workload this year. Yeah. And that's incredible. Like to see you grow and to see, you know, um, the stories that have come out of the things that you do. It's been beautiful to see, man. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like yeah. Spokast is really not just Spokast anymore. It's really Spokane. It's this is it in, mm. in the flesh. And it's great to see. I appreciate that. That I, I Thank you. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is true. Like I guess, like at the beginning of the year, like I was not that busy. Like I was kind of struggling to know if I could actually make this work. And you know, it has still been a struggle. Like Spokast isn't nearly as successful as I as I'd want it to be, but it's it's still very successful. Like I'm, I can't mm-hmm. I can't complain at all. Like I I want to, but I got to keep on pushing. Like and I'm yeah. and I'm changing little bits of like types of clients I'm taking on. I'm actually kind of scaling back on the podcast that I'm producing. Um, I'm going to start saying no more. Like, and I, I, you know, the biggest thing, well, we can get into goals Mm -hmm. in a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, I, is this, I want to focus on, you know, really growing this business in podcasting, but like making the podcast that I have bigger and better than, Focusing on the quantity. Yeah, I was going to say, you want quality. Yeah, I want quality over quantity. Yeah, because, I mean, you can have a million podcasts, but they're going to, you know, they can be, they could be half-assed 
versus like mm. pristine, perfect production, which is what you provide, which is an incredible thing, man. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people are focused on that. I mean, I even, I mean, I love you artists, but I judge artists too. Like listening to a song, I'm like, well, I feel like compression's high here. Mm. I feel like this is high or this is too low. And I feel like there's a lackluster uh, sound here, but that also just comes with time. Um, there's no shame in being a novice. Um, I'd rather you take the step and learn and have an open ear yeah. uh, than to act like you've already made it. Cause none of us have made it per se. We've made it, but we haven't made it because once you step into a level of like, Oh, I kind of have an idea. There's a whole nother level to it. Yeah. So I think quality is great. Your quality has just gotten better over the year. Mm. Um, I can hear that when I listen to the podcasts, I think they sound great. And most importantly is there has been a lot more consistency across a lot of podcasts it feels like um you're getting some work man and yeah. uh, congrats to you thank you you too bud like it's been watching you this year like grow and i mean the fact that you just set out and said you're gonna do it and you just fucking did it and didn't really take any you know shit from people about it like yeah. not that you were taking shit from anyone about it but like that's a i mean you're 29, 28? 28. 28. I turn 29 next month. That's right. Okay. We're both. We both birthday January. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, man. Like, and so you like did not drink for a year when you're that age. Like when I was 28, I was fucking. Turn it up. Turn it up. Like, yeah, was that was that the chunky Brennan phase? Were yeah, you a little chunky? Then? I was very chunky. That was like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't lose my, lose weight until 2018. And so, yeah, 20, like. That 2017 or not 2017, but 2022. Oh my god, 2012 mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I was I was bigger, but I was still always running. Like the thing about me, like I could be, I could be 230. Mm-hmm. I can go out and run a 5k, no problem, no problem. It's like, just what you've done. It's yeah, it's just like, I love that. Uh, even like now, I've like gained about 10 mu- 10 pounds this year. And, it's the win- bro. It's the winter time. Oh, but it's been this whole year. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I've been. I haven't been, I've been running less. Like I've ran every day, but I have been running Congrats. less. Congrats. You hit the three year mark, didn't you? Four years. Four years. Four yeah. years. Wow. Um, four years and going to go for five. And mm. yeah, but that's honestly going on a run now. I equate it to turning the fan on when you go to sleep. Go and pee. Like, or go and pee. It's just, it's like, just what you do. I do it once a day, yeah. twice a day. I do, I pee a lot more than once a day. Hopefully, I need to be more, uh, <laughs> have more liquids in me than that. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, I, I, and it's never, someone asked me the other day, like, what is your, and here, I think we've talked about this before, but it's good to always remind ourselves is like, what are the negative thoughts that enter your mind when you like to keep that streak alive? And for me, mm. it's always like, I don't really have negative thoughts. It's just like, it's just no excuses. Like, I'm just going to go find time to run. And right. it's not like I'm ever running at like 10 o'clock at night. It's like, I need to get my streak in. Yeah. Like, I'm a busy person. I'm not still, I'm still not running at 10 o'clock at night. Like, I'm finding time in the morning, in the afternoon. Like, do you ever get the feeling of what it feels like when you don't do it? Like, have you ever had the thought of like, oh man, if I just, like, if I don't do this today, tomorrow I am going to regret it, especially because yeah. you're, you're consciously aware of like, this is what I do. Yeah. And then, you know, I've had moments where I've been out and I'm like, man, I kind of want to, you know, like I, I want it, but I'm like, mm, you know, like I know that tomorrow I'm going to be like, why? 
Yeah. Why did you do that? Like, why? And yeah. I, there was a moment where I saw Alan live and I told Tyler, I was like, I think I'm going to break the streak. And he was like, why? And I was like, cause I'm seeing Alan Stone for like the third time. This is like a dream. Like, yeah. you know, the first time I saw him, I was hammered. Um, <laughs> and it was incredible. The second time I was sober. And then the third time I was like, you know, I kind of want to drink, you know? And it was this year. And I was like, because uh, yeah. <laughs> that feeling of like, I've come this far. Why give it, why throw it away now? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why throw it away? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And four but- years. Wow. And yeah, for running, like, it's just easy. It's just like, I can go second nature. I can just, cause I have a treadmill too. That makes it a lot easier. Oh, like yeah. I can just, if I just want to run three miles a day, I can put on my shorts, my shirt, go downstairs on my shoes as well and run three miles on a treadmill. Nice. Like, look at he split. So I, uh, you said, like, you, you said you'll do what to my split? Go ahead. Uh, but just think like, but like the, you now know like what it's like to not drink yep. for 365 days. Mm-hmm. And when you like, it will be, e- it's, I will say it's easier to like know what that feels like and to have a drink and be like, you know what? I don't, I can, I only need one of these. Like having that one, having one drink is going to probably mess you up oh man it probably would depending <laughs> on what it is i'm trying to stay away from wine i don't want to stay, oh, stay away from I, wine. Li- I like wine but wine's hard that shit hits it hits you like, hard it always hits me up especially oh. if we're doing like a cheap box wine that shit will mm. fuck me up like yeah. that'll mike tyson my ass like that shit will okie doke me like uh wine's a fucking killer um yeah I'm, wine makes me like that too dude, me, and it's not even like, loopy, a, like it's, it's like, a heavy one yeah it's heavy as fuck yeah so you know i like champagne but like that still like kind of yeah. messes me up yeah. um but but yeah um four years that's incredible like the a question here's a good one Do, does the high feel any different the runner's high um i don't no it doesn't i you know the other day i when it was like 41 degrees outside, I like was like, I was so close to just running on my treadmill in the morning and just getting my run done. And I was like, oh, you know what? I looked at my calendar. Like I got like a two hour gap. I can go on a nice five mile run downtown. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so I like, didn't have gloves on, didn't have a, a hat on. I, it was, it was nice and kind of warm. Risky. And I just ran through Riverfront Park and downtown. And I just felt like that high of like, just like I was running so fast. Like I, it was just, and yeah, I get that high and it's, it's no different if you can, it's, you don't, I don't get it as much. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but I definitely, when I hit it, like it just feels just as good. Do you often try and PR or is it just, just to keep a consistent, like six and a half, seven minute miler? Um, Like, I mean, like what, what is the, uh, do you go into it with just doing it or do you have like a goal? And I don't have a goal. Like I, my goal is usually five miles. Like, okay. I always usually try to run five miles and then, but I don't do much like workouts, like speed workouts or, um, training like that because I don't really have like a number I'm trying to hit right now. Like I'm not right. training for anything. Um, so I just try to run at what feels comfortable and fast. As long as you're getting it in. As long as I'm getting it in. And then right. like, there's a couple times this summer. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it outside. It's just so beautiful. No, it's okay. No, I'm looking too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, man, it's gorgeous out. And that light snow this morning was nice too. It was. Uh, but when you, what was I saying? 
Oh, we were talking about goals, PRs, as far as oh, running. Oh, yeah. Like There's a couple times this summer where I was like running around the track and I was like, you know what? I want to I want to run in the fives. Like, yeah. And so I like kind of I did a little warm up, a little mile warm up, and then I like did my mile. Mm-hmm. And then I did another, I did a mile cool down, and then I did it again. And oh, I was just nice. like, and I ran two miles this summer like at like, 545 and 530 pace and i was like man if i just lost 20 ish pounds oh dude you'd be clocking a five like a sub four i was like it would be so cool to like oh man to get close to my high school mile time which is 444 but that (laughs) would i gotta lose some i gotta lose some weight that's impressive i can't carry what was that fast say that mile time again your fastest one 444 listen listen that's incredible. <laughs> People would only dream of running a mile that fast. You know, my fastest was like a 550. It was, oh. like, it was you know, it wasn't in the fours. <laughs> That's incredible. That was track. Uh, and cross country is a bit slower. Well, like, I mean, cross country is yeah, a different game. It definitely is. Um, I, tell, I tell people all the time, like, they're like, oh, I was in track. I'm like, track's great. You know, you do your 800s or whatever. Like, that's great. But if you can gas it, especially when you get to the college, you're doing six miles. Like, mm. it's no longer just your 3.2. It's you're with the big boys. And you have to clear your head, man. Like, there is this this magic, you know. What, when you were in high school, what time were your practices? I had a morning practice at like 6.30 and then or maybe right. or maybe 6 o'clock. And then I would have uh, practice right after school. Right. Like three. So I remember those mornings. Uh, you ran outside, yeah? Yeah. That was like the thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So we ran outside too. And Coach Crudis, he was a young coach. Coach Mitchell as well. They were all young coaches. Like I'd probably like say 27, 28. They, uh, Coach Crudis played semi-pro soccer. Uh, coach Mitchell, I want to say he ran cross country in college. Um but basically, we would show up, all boys tired, you know, teenage mm-hmm. boys, rambunctious idiots, to be honest. Um, and you'd be tired. You'd be wiping the eye boogers out of your eyes. And then Coach Crudis would look at us. He'd be sipping some black coffee on the back of his truck. And he'd say, today we're going to run we're gonna run eight miles. Go. And then, like, here's the thing is you start off with your run. And you're going. After that first mile... There's this PC that's like, okay, I got to feel for this. And all you can hear is the early morning chirps from the uh, the birds. You can hear the the grass that's a bit damp. You can taste the dew mm. on your on your on your tongue. You can feel the moisture in the air. You can hear cars. You can hear you can smell the air. It's almost like yesterday. Like, and then all you hear is, and you hear this this these about five, six dudes, especially like the varsity guys, they're all with you and you're just, (laughs) and you're just in it. And when I tell you life isn't a thing, you know, when you're in that, I miss that more than anything. Mm. Like those high school days, you know, you were young and stupid, but those runs with like seven, eight, sometimes if you had the team who was really feeling good that day, you had like 15 deep yeah. and you're hitting like a six minute, you know, and you're all just together. It's, it's the greatest feeling in the world. It really is. I, I miss, I, mean, I miss those days. That's what I was chasing. Like, like two years ago during COVID, I would, I was just discovering trail running. Oh, nice. And like in the different early, game. It's so different, but like it, 
it, but it makes like you're out in nature and yeah. you just like, and I was discovering all these different trails like near my house and, and like you run on these, like, it was just like, you'd go in like a, like a 630 more, like six, <clears throat> 630 run and like the sun's just coming up and it's like a little bit, yeah, like what you're, what you're describing. I'm just like, that's what I was chasing. And now I, I'm still chasing that. I want to get that feeling again of like those morning runs because it just, I'm there's there's nothing better than it. like waking up in the morning and going on a run. It's it's life changing. Yeah, you can't you can't beat it. Um, yeah. Those type of runs are just they're unmatched, especially man. if you like I mean, t- t- taking off the technology too. like, mm-hmm. yep, like no headphones, no headphones, mm-hmm. no watch. Like I didn't. It's funny. Like I, it's funny how easy it is to track your run now. Like when I was in high school. There was nothing. Yeah. Like there you was had your little, coach. You had your coach. He told you how far you're going to run. And like when you were running in the summer, I like had like a little pedometer that you could put on your hip mm-hmm. that kind of like measured how far you're running based on your stride. Mm-hmm. And like it was highly inaccurate. Yeah. We had the <laughs> the Nike watch. The It was like, the, what was the name of the track? Oh. The tracking. It was a Garmin. It was a oh, Garmin yeah. Nike watch. That was like the coolest yeah. thing. And I used to track my watches that way. I mean, my runs that way. Yeah. I used yeah. to, I, they had one of the early ones too. Like, but, but it taking off technology and just going on a run and just forgetting about it. Like, oh, yeah. Those are heavenly. Like, maybe that should be a, one of my goals is like to run like device free. Yeah. When just I, like, run to run. Just run to run. Cause like, I don't need to track it. I don't track my runs to like, other than like, I'm, I don't know why I do it. I just do it because it's it's easy. To, it's like I want I want to know how many miles are on in the year. Right? Uh, um, did we did we how, did we talk about your negative thoughts? Um, no. Um, like, just as far as like if I broke them. No, like like, w- like when you have negative thoughts about drinking, like how do you tell yourself to not drink like this year? You know, honestly, I just didn't think about it. Yeah. Like I never or smoking. Like I know yeah. smoking's like a big thing for you creatively, yeah. right? I love smoking, man. Like, I love fucking smoking weed. Yeah. And it's it's great. Um but like what what I what I realized is I was abusing the fuck out of it, bro. And I think most people do. I think most yeah. people and you know, there's the argument that, you know, like I have a medical condition mm. and you know, weed helps me. And you know, let's go outside of weed. Let's take Adderall. Let's take, yeah. you know, whatever. Those are all drugs that help people. Yep. So, you know, I'd be foolish to say like, oh, you're wrong for taking this thing every day. It's right. like, no, that's not fair. Um, there are people that need it yes. or they benefit from it. And so, you know, I'm not speaking to those people. But what I what I realized is I'm a perfectly healthy human, you know, mm. like and perfectly use that lightly. I just... I don't need weed. I don't need alcohol. I don't need Adderall. I mm. don't need it. But what I do need is moderation and know when to enjoy these things. Yeah. Because like I've sat with my thoughts. I've sat at the face of them all year long, mm. like with the things that really bothered me, you know, with relationships and such. And it's crazy because 2022 did end, end with a really big bang. Um, as most of you know, if you listen to the City Chapters uh, podcast with Bobby, or if you have been listening with Brandon and I for the last year, um, I have issues with my mother, you know, mm. like they're, they're bad. Mm. I call my mom once a year and it's on Christmas and we talked on the phone on Christmas Day and I was very short with her, you know, just, yep, uh-huh, okay, yep, nice to hear from you too, yep, love you, bye, you know, 
yada. But she told me on Christmas Day, and mind you, I'm house-sitting for a friend on Christmas evening, and I'm by myself in the middle of Green Acres on this beautiful property, and I'm just house-sitting. I'm by myself with just the dogs and the horses and stuff, and I'm just like there. And I get off the phone with my mom, and I start crying, and I grab the photo of my boys, Caleb, Aaron, and Jacob, and I just cry and I hold that photo and I hold it to my chest and I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm crying. And Melinda happens to drive back up the the property because she had forgotten something. Mm. Just felt like divine intervention. Like she came at the perfect time um, and she gave me a big hug and we kind of consulted each other. And then she eventually left because she was leaving for the night. So my mom made me a promise. She was like, you know, I, I know we don't talk and yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to send you some money. And my mom's told me this my whole life. She's always like throwing money at the problem. Like, yeah. you know, like here, this will compensate for a lot. And I'm like, okay, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So the next day she calls me and she sent me money. I was very surprised. Like she followed through and I wow. was just like, okay, very cool. Um, But we're on the phone. And she's talking like everything's fine. Like she's like, oh, all I wanted, you know, for Christmas was to hear from my son and yada, yada. And I'm still one wording her. And at about 25 minutes into these one worded responses, I finally say, you know, I take like a deep breath and I'm like, I'm just so mad at you. Mm. I'm angry at you. And, you know, she's just like, she's not asking why as in she doesn't know the reason but she's like, well, what's happening still that makes you so mad? Like, what is it that's mm. like I because my mom apologized to me last year. Mm, yeah. But it was a very quick apology. My mom went into a descriptive apology mm. on Monday. This was on Monday. She said, and I'm saying this without an accent. Just imagine there's a thick Spanish accent. <laughs> but she goes, John, I am not perfect. I'm human. And every day I sit here in Honduras and I look at the ranch that I've created my whole life. Mm. I've spent my whole life creating this. And I'm so proud of it because, you know, this is what I wanted as a kid. But what I realized is me entertaining the kid in me meant that I neglected the kid in you. Mm. I wasn't there. I was wrong. But guess what? Every day I'm on this ranch by myself without my kids talking to me. And I have to live with the reality that they don't want to talk to me mm. because I chose this over them. You don't think I sit with that every day. You don't think I acknowledge that I was gone and I wasn't there and I abused you and I wasn't the best parent. I sit with that every day because I have time mm. and I can't take back that time, but I can try. Wow. How did that make me and like, what did that? I was angry. Yeah. I was angry because here's the thing. She did something I never thought she would do to that extent. Mm. There are some people who are still waiting for an apology and they're 50 years old and their parents are 90. Yeah. You know, they'll never apologize because they're so caught up in this is this is just how it is. This, I was right. Yeah. Right. I'm very lucky. But here's the problem. Even with the apology, I'm still angry. I'm still very mad. And resentful because it's like you're giving me this love now when I wanted it as a child. Mm. You're giving me this love now when I was filling your shoes that you should have felt. Mm. I wasn't I wasn't born to be a mom or a dad, but you made that role for me. 
She apologized. The ball's in my court now. Mm. How do I move from this and find grace for myself? Because here's the thing is I, I forgive my mom, but deep down I'm still livid mm. and I'm mad and I'm angry and I'm just like, you know, it's like I'm 29, yeah. you know, 28. I turn 20. I'm like, I'm already grown. Like, and I'm trying to get to a point to where it's like, well, she's giving me love and the attention now. Just be grateful for that and be grateful that she's aware of the fact that she messed up. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I said early on to you, like, I think it was in even the, the, the first uh, studio at Fellow when I was like saying, like, oh, like our parents aren't perfect. Like, we should like forgive. You know, like forgive and forget sometimes, like that's how we should act. Like, and then you told me the story and I was just like, uh, I can't, I shouldn't ever speak like that. Like I should never speak on someone's like, like forgive and forget or like, you know, parents are, you know, human too kind of thing. Cause like it is true, but it's also at the same time, like adults and our parents have the power to change a life. Yeah. And like when they fuck that up, you feel as a child, you feel very, neglected and very used and manipulated and you start realizing like how you were raised was like might not have been the right way or like Mm -hmm. and like for me it's like stupid things like i had add when i was a kid i did not get diagnosed for it and i should have been and like that could have changed my life but right and like that makes me angry about my parents but then i'm just like well if they would have done that, my life would have been totally different. And Completely. I would not have met Abby. I would not have the kids I have today. Like, it would have been totally different. And so, you know, you know, it's funny. It's like a lot of the, the tracks that we're on in life, like where we're at happens for a reason. And it changes based on many different things. Right. And, and you wouldn't be who you are today without how you're raised and right. had you been, had it been different, like, you know, maybe it'd be better or maybe it would be worse. Who knows? But you're here now and you're doing amazing things and, and your mom still has something to do with that. Yeah. She has a lot to do with it. She has everything to do with yeah. it. And it's, um, it's a beautiful struggle because mm. this is the reality is my mom took the ball and she put it in my court. Yeah. And she looked at herself and she said, you know what? Like, my life is great, but there's someone else's life that was at the risk of my great life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you, you know, here's the thing, too, is this is what I realized, too, is I'm not good. It's like apologies are apologies are weird, you know, because there's a saying that says just do and apologize later. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up. Because what you're saying is, is that an apology is... Just something you could just have. Why not save the whole apology and not fuck up in the first place? Right. You know what I mean? And that's hard to do. Like, it is hard to do. Like, I'm talking like I haven't fucked. I fucked up several times. I've said fucking foul things about people. I've done foul things to people. I've been down that road. Mm -hmm. But the idea that it's like, well, just do now and apologize later. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. What you're telling me is that you're just going to choose to be wrong. And hurt somebody or potentially put somebody in a position and mm. then just apologize later. It's like, yes, I apologize, but was that apology worth what an apology is supposed to be? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anybody, uh, yeah. you know, because like my thing is, is my mom, she did apologize. She apologized twice. The second one, <laughs> I was not expecting. Monday was a hard day for me. Getting that phone call, 
getting the money, thinking about that shit and being like, wow, she actually like fell through. I need to be an adult and be like, okay, well, I should just forgive, yeah. right? But it's hard for me because I'm looking at the kid I was and I'm looking at the attention I didn't get and I'm like, well, you know, it's easy to apologize. Yeah. It is. It is easy to apologize, but, you know, and you've got to, you also have to think, and I've thought a lot about this too, is you got to think about how your parents were raised as well. Like there's like how we are as adults is how usually how our reflections of how we wanted to be treated as children. Right. And because like you see it a lot, like I'm never going to be my dad. Like I'm going to be there or I never going to be my mom. I, you know, like those kind of things. And then like you try to reflect what you wanted your parents to be like. And I don't know. And, but it's different in the older generations because I mean, your mom was raised in Honduras, right? Yeah. Well, partly like she came to the States in her teenage years. And I imagine that upbringing is very, very, very tough. Oh yeah. And, and that, that would make a, you know, probably unstable adult. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and imagine from in your culture, people don't talk about stuff either. <laughs> right? Like, they just sweep it under the rug. Right. You know, and just, so, like, <sighs> it's just, it's always, it's difficult. Like, we want to, we, we hold our parents up so high. And then when they fail, it's, it's tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. we bear the weight of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why, like, and this is a, a, a problem on my end mm. because she apologized. And I'm an example of it is hard to just let it go. Yeah. Because I still hold this weight over her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is weird. Like, didn't this happen this week? You yeah. know what I mean? This was on Monday. It is strange because we've talked so much about that this year on this podcast. And to have it happen before this last episode yeah. is interesting. Nah, Isn't that interesting? I, but I, it's like it's very... uh you know, things happen for a reason, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> and, I, and I told her, too. I told her on the phone. I was like, you know why I smoked so much weed? Mm. It, was, it was because it was the only thing that made you being around. Like It made me tolerate you being around. Mm. I can stand the sight of you. I can't, like, I'm telling her this on the phone. I'm like, I can't stand seeing you. I can't stand hearing your voice. I can't stand hearing your little optimistic little talks because you gave me them my whole fucking life. And you thought throwing money at it or buying us fucking McDonald's was going to make up for it. Mm. That doesn't do that. And so I'm trying to get into a place now where it's like, all right, let's just try and forgive and forget. And I think it's going to take me some time. Yeah. But I'll, you know, God God willing, I'll get there. I was going to say, what's next in that? In in that? Is it just you thinking more about it? Or is it you? What was her response to all that? I should ask. What, her response? Yeah. She just... That's when she apologized? I mean, no, like she, well, I mean, it was like I said a couple of things and then she rounded back to the apology right? where it all began, where she was just like, I'm not perfect. I'm a human being. Yeah. And another thing too is I lost my first childhood friend this month. His name was Jeff, Mm. Jeff Bravo. Me and him, he was the first friend I ever like grew up with. Mm. He had a freak accident and he, he passed away Mm. and, um, He's no longer with us. And his mom, Margarita, she celebrated her first Christmas without her son. And, you know, my mom said on the phone, like, I can't imagine how she feels, Mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, I can't either, you know. And then 
I can't, I, you know, I ran it back to the thought of like, well, I better appreciate the fact that I still have my mom. But at the same time, it's like, well, I've done so well without her. Like, who cares? Right. You know, and I've wished death upon my mom too many times to count. You know, I've wished some of the most foul things on my mom. Mm. Like, people would hear how I talk about my mom and they're just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember how Eminem would talk about his mom? I yeah. was on that shit. Like, I was on some like, crazy like i'm so mad at you Mm. and so you know and then eminem 40 50 years old now he's apologizing to his mom you know uh it's taken it's taken time doesn't take away from the pain but you got to have some type of peace because i think it's that bitterness that follows you Mm. you know even into the afterlife i feel like i mean i don't know but i can say that it's not weight that you want especially with your parents definitely not like i i mean I still have a lot of just things to clean up with my parents, but you know, I, I, and I've talked to my mom about it, but like there's stuff there that like I is difficult to, to really uncover with them just with the divorce and having, having it happen so much later in life and how that's affected me, our family and whatnot. But like they're like, I am better. I, I feel like I am at peace with, like I know that I'm a good person and I know that what I'm doing is good and I and I kind of like to push those problems behind me yeah. <laughs> and talk to my my therapist about it when I can because um, like I don't know if I'm ready to like take that head on like of trying to get my parents to like like actually be able to be in the same room together because I can't do that right now mm-hmm. and I just I really want to like. I guess the point I was trying to make is when I keep on saying putting the good in the world, like just keep on doing that. Like maybe, maybe the good I'm putting in will come back and affect that as some their their relationship somehow. Like they'll come together at some point. Like just by, based off of your actions. just be based off of what I'm doing, which right. is very uh, not going to happen. I should say not going to happen. This is very far fetched. I should yeah, say. Yeah. But you know, I I like to think the same thing though. You know, yeah, like for I sure. like to think that my actions send an unconscious ripple effect to people to yeah. strive to be better and have a little more compassion. And that's that's where I'm at now. Is like you know, Belinda told me she was like, "You're talking all this compassion and growth and stuff, but you can't even do that for your mom." Right. And I'm like, I'm working on it though. That's the that's the thing here is like, hey. Oh shit, Smokecast 2022. John's human. Oh, big surprise, big shock. It's like, well, no, I've told you this in front of you. I worked through shit too. Yeah. You know, in 2023, you thought 2022 had some challenges. I've got some fucking challenges for next year. Mm. I've got some shit that's gonna shake the world. So um and also it's just it's just I'll I'll t- turn it back to quality over quantity. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, you bring up a good point. Yeah, man. We kind of. I get. I think last night I was like five goals. Yeah, twenty twenty three. That was it. That was the prompt. Um, and I love it. And I wrote down my five, and I wanted to go one by one. Um, Sweet. You can do whatever order you want. I was. I'm leaving. Putting the easy goals at first. But what, what's your first goal of twenty twenty three? No pornography. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, again, with all these goals, I don't have any issues with them per se. Right. I don't have like this, I got to have it. You know, I'm doing it every night. Like, I don't do that. Right. It's just, it's something that occasionally I find myself doing. You know, I'll pull up some porn and, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching a girl just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'll watch some, you know, I just, I just, what you know, yeah. like, it is what it is. And it's real. But I'm realizing, you know, like, what good... Is it doing for me, really? But also, like, I also think, like, what bad is it doing for me, too? I think it just puts me in a state of always looking for promiscuity just in everyday life. Like, a girl, like, will be wearing heels or wearing a nice skirt or, you know, she's got a nice shirt on and her breasts are kind of showing or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, ooh. Like, I've seen, so, <laughs> I've seen so much, you know, shit in my life that I'm like, oh, the things I could do, girl, I'll have you doing cartwheels in this bed. You know what I mean? Like, but I think porn has something to do with that, too, is yeah. because it's it's given me more options. Like, it's, it's gave me insight to what I like to see mm. and what I want to do. So I think if I take porn out, it'll give me less distractions just on a day to day. Yeah. Like, whenever I see a pretty woman, I just say, oh, she's pretty. And I'm not yeah. thinking about how I could you know, tongue her down while touching her, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, sucking on her toes and giving her the whole, you know, wham, bam, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. And so no porn, no, no, porn, no porn this year. I yeah. like it. Um, my first goal is to qualify for the 2024 Boston marathon at a Spokane marathon in 2023. Oh uh, man. So, That's awesome. Um, I've done it once qualified for Boston. Thank COVID. In 2019. Uh, so I qualified for the 2020, uh, Boston Marathon and then COVID happened. Um, so hopefully I can, and when I qualified for the first Boston, my first Boston Marathon, I, I did a downhill, uh, marathon, which is much easier, like not easier. It's just like, it's downhill. There's no uphill. So like, uh, I'd like to qualify for Boston at a Spokane marathon, uh, either, one in the spring or the one in the fall, which would be be tough. But I'm qualifying under the the 40 age bracket now because it's the age you are when you run Boston Marathon, right? And so I get an extra five minutes. Oh, so instead nice. of running a a 305 marathon, I only have to run a 310. And the you know the faster you run it, the the earl the earlier you get to register for it. Nice. Um, so I and I really want to do it at a Spokane marathon. That'd be I want to I want to qualify and then like fucking party. Yeah, after and then on, and then on top of that, like I feel like Boston's not a very hilly marathon either. Oh, it kind of is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it shows how much I don't know. Right, <laughs> no, cool. it's a it's a it's a da- so it's kind of downhill, but then it goes through. Um, I don't know what, what part of Boston is, but it's very like it's up and down. Okay, so it's got a little bit. Of yeah, both. Okay. a little a little bit of both, but it's not like. Yeah, all uphill, but it's like it's very hilly. Okay, um, gotcha. And I've, well, I guess that's why it's probably the notorious Boston marathon. Yeah, it's a t- you know? it's a tough marathon. People who like qualify for it and then like in a marathon and they go run it, they're like, I don't know what I was getting myself into. Oh, okay. like it's that's good. To know. Like if you qualify at a downhill and you've never you don't run uphill, you don't run hills much. Boston's just gonna fuck you up. Yeah, it's tough. Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah. But I have no problem with hills. I eat oh, hills. I oh yeah. <laughs> In my sleep. Ooh. Just joking. Which which number two? No jacking off. Oh gosh. Uh, I know. No <laughs> porn. No, porn, no, jacking. no jacking off. <laughs> I started last week, but last night I was like, well, New Year's about to start. Let me go and rub one off. So I rub one off, and it was incredible. But I was like, no, we're not going to do no porn and no jacking off. 
2023. But I'm willing to have sex again. Oh, well, wow. So, you know, if I get a little bit of that, mm, bop, mm, bop, I, I'm willing to get some of that. I'm willing to get Were some. you celebrate all this year? Huh? Were you celebrate all 2022? Yeah, no penetration. No I mean, I, I, you know, I, I ate some ladies, but I ain't, God. I ain't do nothing crazy. <laughs> Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, hey, man, this is breaking like patterns. It's, no, it's we're being honest. Patterns. We're very being very honest. Yeah, um, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a little bit of that. Yeah, man. Uh, I my next goal is to help plan and organize four events in 2023. Well, you got one next week. Uh, I got one next week. Uh, and then happy I, early birthday thank you and then and then in like april i'm helping organize a 30th anniversary screening of benny and june at oh, um, at the garland with a friend and so i i got two under my belt i gotta do two more so okay. um i'm definitely definitely have some ideas one of them definitely going to be podcast related oh, that's um, awesome. heck yeah number three <sighs> Arguably, this one might be the hardest. No more processed sugar. Only natural sugars. So I can have bananas, fruits, but I can't have like Oreos. I can't have ice cream. I can't have. Uh, I feel like I don't know. See, I'm I'm on the I'm on the the edge of like the baked goods thing. Mm. Like I can have like if as long as I know it was made from scratch. Like I can have it. I can't go to a bakery though. Like if somebody's like, I made these, then I can like have one, mm. but I can't just, you know, go to the Lilac City Bakery on Division and be like, yeah, let me get that. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. So basically all fruits. And if you made baked goods, I can have one, you know, but mm. I also have to be moderate. So that also means no more soda for me. And I love soda. Like I don't binge soda, but I love a good Coca-Cola. Like that's like, I love having a good Coca-Cola. Mm. So that's, that's uh, my my third and that one's gonna be, I think, the hardest one. That is gonna be tough. That's tough. It's a son of a bitch. Uh I just changed one of mine just because I, I need to have a goal in here that is like a breaking pattern. And I've been thinking a lot about this one. I want to I will not eat after well, this is a tough this one. This is good. I already like it. I this is gonna be tough to uh. really follow through. And maybe it should be like more like no eating after 8 p.m. on the weekdays because I know if I like go out like I'm on a weekend, yeah, they, for sure. You for have sure, a couple like, of drinks, you know. Like have like because I'm not changing that at all. But I want to be better at at home at least. When I'm at home, no eating after my after dinner. Like yeah. no snacks, no candy, no Oreos. Mm-hmm. That's uh, so fucking hard. It's so hard. But I need like that's why I've gained 10 pounds this year is because I eat like crap at the end of the night. Right. And if I can, if I know if I could cut that out, um, eating and drinking, I should say, I should add drinking in there as well. Like mm-hmm. no eating and drinking after 8 p.m. Um, during the weekdays. Yeah, I I need to do that because oh. I, I, I'm qualifying for Boston. I, that's the way I carry weight is if I eat after a certain time and like, and I don't party much anyway. So it's not like I'm going to be doing that much. Like it would be right. like, it's going to be like a once a month thing if I, if right. I do it. I just, that's one thing I just have to break. I have to break. Stop eating. Like, eating at night. Mm-hmm. It's hard, man. It's easy to like, I remember you were telling me like sometimes you and your wife will have a drink and eat like some pistachios or some nuts, mm-hmm. cashews. 
You know, it's yeah. like, that's not terrible. But at the same time, it's like, well, if I just don't eat anything at all, because I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times I wake up in the morning and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, I'm just not going to eat today. I look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then that shit goes away. You know, yeah. that's a great goal. Yeah. Number four. <sighs> there is a slight exception to this one. Okay. You go to the gym every day. If there are days, because circumstances are a real thing, if I can't go to the gym, I'll mm. work on breathing. Like, I'll do some breath work. Yeah. But you have to go to the gym. And the reason I, I'm making this a goal is for my youngest's, um, I'm going to shout them all out by name, too. Dylan, Evan, Caleb, Aaron, Jacob, Jackson, Griffin, and JoJo. I love you all so much. And, you know, I, I'm so big on, like, you want to do better. You want to advance to the next level. You want to do it in a higher fashion. <laughs> you got to start showing up. Jackson started freshman basketball, mm. and uh, he's been hooping. I've gone to four of his games. He's there. They finally won their first game last week, um, which is exciting. But I'm sitting here telling him what he needs to do and, what am I doing other than the million things I'm doing already? I was like, I can't talk to him about basketball if I'm not playing basketball. So every day the last month, I've been going to the gym and playing basketball. Oh, nice. I've been hooping um, on top of the dance and on top of everything else I do. I make time for it because I can't hear any, like I can't make an excuse because then he'll start making excuses. So it's the gym every day. And if I can't make the gym, I'm going to work on my breathing um, and just, you know, meditating. Like yeah. that's kind of... Uh, that's another big one. I like that. Yeah. Um, my number four is I'm going to release one podcast every week uh, for Spocast. Yes. So that's I, a great goal. I every I'm not going to put a date on it, a date on the release of the podcast, and I might release two uh, two in a week. But um, I mean, like, and that's not going to replace a week. But every week, I will replace not replace. I will. Um, release a podcast on Spocast. Mm -hmm. oh, that's, um, that's I want to like no more being like no more no more excuses about like why I couldn't get an episode release. If it's just me talking for fifteen minutes, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it. Like if it's telling you what's going on in Spokane, if it's just me giving you my thoughts, like if that's one of my episodes per week, like it's gonna be a it's going to be a variety of interviews. Um, uh, uh, this episode, this podcast, a couple other podcast ideas that I have for Spokast particularly, but like there will be something coming out regularly for Spokast every week in 2023 mm -hmm. because this is what I do and Spokast is going to be the number one podcast in Spokane. Spokane. Easy. So, so I love that. That's good. Last and one. Last one. This one's going to be really fucking hard especially with my dick hard and shit you know so i ain't busting no nuts so you know i'm so mad there's this there's this saying it's called or it goes by nothing great happens after eight <laughs> well i like that nothing great happens, happens after, after eight. eight nothing great Happens after eight because what happens is is you have too much to drink sometimes. Yeah. You get a little too high. You get promiscuous. You end up hooking up with bitches. Yeah. You get uh you nope, I don't do that. You eat, uh, you <laughs> I, said, I said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brendan and I are slaying these holes. <laughs> but um I'm gonna try and go to bed at nine. 
Nine o'clock. You got a lot going on. You're probably going to be tired. Dude, I have this inability to just stop scrolling on TikTok sometimes if it's late. Oh, God. Oh, bro. I'll just go down the rabbit hole. And then that bitch pops up. She goes, I know you're scrolling. <laughs> you should probably get some sleep. You know, you've been on TikTok for far too long. Any TikToker knows that bitch. I don't, she, I don't get that ASMR girl. Oh, I man. got her. I used to get her sometimes, but I don't I don't get her as much anymore. I only get, I only get comedy now. I get oh, comedy. Bro. And she'll pop up and she'll just say, I know you've been scrolling for a little while. Why don't you go get some water, turn off your phone, and get some sleep? Like, I love that TikTok has that. Like, it's just a natural video. Is it from I, TikTok? Oh, it's from TikTok. Oh! Yeah. I don't scroll long enough, apparently. Yeah, bro, I scroll. I'll, like, I'll, like, I'll get home from the day, and it's like 10 yeah, like or 9.30 because I've just showered. I've wind down and stuff. And then I'll start scrolling, and then it'll be midnight. You yeah. know, and then I'm just like, but here's the thing is I'm laying in bed. Like my body is resting, but my mind is a million, you know, it's running and then it'll be midnight. And then I get that video where she's like, you've been scrolling for a while. Like you should probably get some sleep. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Don't tell me I live my life. And I keep scrolling. <laughs> so the goal this year is to be in bed and asleep by 10, mm. be in bed by nine, be asleep by 10 at all costs. I think, I think my big thing I'm going to use weed for is if I'm not falling asleep by mm. 10, I'm going to smoke some weed and go to bed. Mm. You know, like I have to do that. Uh, our friend, Sarah Thorpe, yeah. um, she told me yesterday, she's like, if you have trouble sleeping at night, you should get CBD in and then you can get at any weed store. And like, but she's like, it helps me go to sleep. It's mm -hmm. such a good, like yeah, CBD is great. Good sleep aid. And, and it's it, better than melatonin. Cause melatonin, uh, supplies what it does is like if you take it daily you reduce its actual potency naturally oh if you take it too much so cbd seems like the great uh equalizer yeah um five give it to five. me five oh man this is the biggest one uh. in my running streak on december 31st 2023 mm. end it for five years go I'm going to hit the five-year mark. I'm going to, I'm going to replace my streak with something else. Like it's okay. like an active streak or okay. like, like, like for that. example, like today I'm going to go do um, a spin class um, for my friend. Uh, she's, she's becoming a spin instructor at the union. That's exciting. Uh, and Andrea Williams, she's been on, she's like the OG Spocast host. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but like, I'm still going to go running today. Right, like I'm going right, to do that. Sure. I'm going to do that and go running. Um, yeah. And I want to just, I want to take one day off a week in 2023 because I will have been, or in 2024, I, like I would have, I would have qualified for Boston. Um, I, and I just need to, I need to, I'm not going to do the streak for the rest of my life. Like, right. it's just like, it's, I don't want to keep on doing it. Mm -hmm. Like it's become like, I love doing it. Like I love the streak part of it. Like I like that. It, I'm very proud to say that I've done it, but it also causes like some just bit of annoyance in the house. Like, oh, for sure. like Abby's like, yeah, we know Brennan, you have to go running. And like uh, the kids like, and the Lincoln yeah. Ivy know like, are, dad, are you going to go running? Like, and I just want to, I want to just trans, I want to get more active and I want to be more healthy in my, me running every day is more of a reflection of like, I'm just trying to keep 
this off because I've been treating my body like shit. Mm -hmm. And if I can break some of those patterns of not eating after 8 p.m., like I think going to bed too early is a very, like that was one of my goals too when I was thinking about making this list was like getting to bed, like getting in bed by 10 o'clock every night. Nothing great happens after eight. Yeah. Like, like stop, you know, scrolling through TikTok, stop getting like, and like if I can just live a healthier lifestyle, I don't need to run every day. Yeah. That's um, true. And if you get the right recovery, you're not in such dire straits. Like you're sleeping right. and you're being mindful of when things do hit the fan, you're ready for it. Because yeah. realistically, nothing is special happening after eight o'clock at night. Like no. there isn't anything happening. No. Now, if you're young and you're single and you're dating and you're going on dates, like I get that. Sometimes those nights end, but you just have to be aware. And I think if I could throw a six in there, it'd just be brutal honesty. Just being completely honest with myself. Like, do I really like you? Do I really like this person I'm talking to like that? Like, do I really want... Because I think what people don't take into consideration as far as, like, love goes or, like, a relationship is Mm. the work that comes with it. Yeah. Why aren't you hooking up with so many? Like, why aren't you just slaying, you know, because I get that asked a lot. They're like, you're a dance instructor. You move your hips. Like, why aren't you fucking? I'm like, because I know the responsibility that comes with that. And to ignore that, that's naive. Yeah. I wouldn't want my teenage boys acting the same way. That's so fair. That's so true. Like, I was talking to uh, another single friend about this, and I was just like, he's just like, I don't, like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now, and, like, I'm tired of this having one-night stands, yeah. and I'm just like, and I was just like, that that does seem exhausting. Like, it seems like, to me, like, I never, I've only dated Abby, and mm-hmm. so, like, if I was, like, single, like, it'd be like, oh, that sounds, like, fun. But, like, it comes with so much responsibility, too. Yeah. And, you could, like, like, you got to be careful. Like, you got to make sure she's... Because what happens is, is you open up a can of worms. And I'm not saying that everybody's full of worms. I'm just saying that, like, people have issues and they have trauma and they have triggers and they have stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, one second you're, you know, you're at the bar and you're having a drink or two. And the next thing you know, you're in bed and she's like, just jump! Me, just fucking chill. And you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's like shit, it's the thing. You're like, fuck. And then she's just like, just put it in my ass. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I don't even know you. You know, like <laughs> you just you don't know what the fuck you or even same thing with a guy, like, you know, like you you're like a girl, she's like, oh, I really like this guy, he seems really cool. But then you get home, and then next thing you know, he's like choking you and shit. And you're like, I don't know if I'm into this. Like, I don't know if I want, but he's just like, say my name, bitch. And you're like, oh no. See, like you go into <laughs> every relationship and every potential partner not knowing what happened to them before. Yeah. Because there have been times where I've, I mean, this never happened to me, but I've heard stories about like a guy hooking up with a girl and then she just starts crying and she just starts to remember a time she was abused mm. because it was in that fashion or vice versa. Like a girl's like, you know, a guy says something and she's instantly reminded of a certain thing. And she's just, you know, like everybody has stuff going on. Mm. I will never say that they don't, but when you're single and I hate to say this guys, if you're above 25 years old and you are not married, get ready for some fucking problems in relationships that you get. Cause you're not 19 anymore where the world's completely new and you've decided to commit. People have been through shit at 25 and up. And even 20 and up, they've gone through whether it's abuse mentally, physically from parents, past partners and such. I'm 28, 29. I get to know women. I don't just fuck them. I don't just do that. I 
care about them and I want to see them do great and I support them in any way I can. And I do that to the extent of I find out what they like and what's okay. Mm. But here's another thing, guys, and I'm saying this for the guys. Just because she tells you one thing, you need to pay attention to her actions and make sure they're not telling a different story. The amount of women that say, oh, it's just sex. Like, it's just sex. And then a week later, they're like, so, like, what are we? And it's like, no, bitch, you said it was just sex. And then she's like, yeah, I know. But, like, we had sex a couple times and now I just think, no, 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 no. We discussed this. (laughs) Body language and actions are a different thing than just words. It's easy to say, like, oh, it's just sex. It's like, well, no, it's not. It is a soul bonding. Mm. And I'm not discrediting anybody who's in the line of sex work or anything. I'm just saying, like, if you don't have an emotional control on your libido Mm. and you can't have sex as adults, you know, then just don't put yourself in that position. Yeah. Have conversations. Talk about it and be honest. And I mean, not just in your relationship, but with your friends. Like, be honest. Like, there are certain things like... I don't have any hate for anybody, but there are several people I've grown apart from, and that's fine. Like, that's fine. I wish them well. Like, do what you do. Mm. But that's me being honest with myself Mm -hmm. because I know that if I try and push something, again, I've never gotten anything good from force. This has never happened. Right. Yeah. So, sorry, I went on a... No, I like that. No, it was was a good... So, just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I kind of put want to put a challenge with all this. Okay. Let's do it. And the challenge, and I think we mean you have no problem doing this, but is if, if you're listening to this, I would say make your five goals and then I'm go post them somewhere. Like yeah. be like post them to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, be real. Like it's only up there for 24 hours. And, um, but like put your goals out there. Like I'm going to put this on Facebook I'm gonna let I'm gonna challenge people to do the same. Like copy this, make your own five goals. Because like when you put something out into the ether, like like we're doing it on a podcast, I'm gonna put it on social media, like it makes you more committed yeah. and, and accountable. Yeah. yeah, so that's the word I was really looking for. Because if they catch you like like here's the thing is like I've gone out to several shows and this year and you know people can see me like yeah. they know i'm not drinking or not smoking and yeah. that's a thing like if they know about that and they see me drinking alcohol or they see like it's like oh you fucked up like you got to be honest about that right that's always been a fear of mine like to say one thing and not deliver on it it's yeah. like no i'm gonna deliver and if you saw me drinking anything out it was pineapple juice like i just drink pineapple juice at the bar like i'm just like let me get a pineapple and then they give me pineapple juice for free it's really sweet that's sweet yeah thanks guys uh, but yeah, I want to challenge people to do that and make I your own that. goals and, and yeah, like I, you know, I think being more accountable and being and setting yourself up for success, like are very important. Yeah. Like, say so, and like, and set reasonable goals too. Like, yeah. Don't and, fucking stretch for the moon. I mean, they're nice, but those are like 10 year goals. Don't fucking. Yeah. Like a year, dude. Like the goals I've set are stuff that I've already accomplished and stuff that I've already like pretty much started doing mm-hmm. for next year, like set in motion. Um, so yeah, set, and it doesn't have to be all, it can be personal. It can be professional, whatever you want it to be. Just make five goals. Yep. Five. Oh. And, uh, try to do something that like will make you all uncomfortable too. Yeah. Like something, but you know that you can do it. Like yeah. that sugar thing, dude, that's going to be tough. Dude. I already know. I already know. <laughs> like I'm going to be have like bananas in my room, like nonstop or when I get the craving. 
But at least I know that it also know, like takes away some edibles. That does take away a lot of edibles, which is, <laughs> but I'll admit, I've never been like the big edible guy. Oh, okay. Never been a big edible guy. Like if anything, I was, I like the, uh, the drinks. For oh yeah. Called. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. Um, but I loved those things and I'd do like a cap full, like the hundred, hundred, the CBD. And oh the, yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, that thing will have you fucking <laughs> Yeah. But I'm just excited <laughs> to be able to smoke a little weed and I'm sound bad, but I'm using it the right way. Cause I, what I've learned this year is that I was abusing it. Yeah. Think anything you do daily in excess yeah. is like I have a drink. I don't think I have a drinking problem, but I have like a I'll have my the, you know the thing I broke this year that we haven't really talked about is like I really only have one drink a night now. I have that's it good. with my wife. I have a martini with my wife, and that's that's what I do. Like, and it's I'm I think that is something that I was trying to break when I was drinking alcohol. Is like just drink less. Like just have a cocktail with your wife. Right. And so, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for 2023. I'm really looking forward toward to to it. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a, I think it's, it's just going to keep on getting busier and busier and, but in a good way. Yeah. I'm excited to see Spokane grow in ways it hasn't because it already has done that as far as just musically and Mm -hmm. uh, art, art, artistically, it's just, it's grown. It's gone through the roof seeing, you know, a bunch of events happen started by locals. It's, it's really great. Yeah. You have a new single. I do. I do have a new single coming uh, out. It's grown like folks. Grown folk. Oh, folk. Yeah, just folk. Because uh, that's plural, basically, grown folk. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I'm very excited for this song. Yeah. Like I'm excited I, for it. I'm excited. Why well, listen to it, but... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to say, I was like, when does this podcast come out? I'm going to... Drop this tomorrow. I mean, okay. I'm gonna drop this on Saturday before the end of the year. Okay, perfect. so it's out. Um, okay. Perfect. Well, um, shit. I was gonna say if it was if it was gonna be on the second, I'd put the song at the end of this. Mm. But um, actually, that actually wouldn't be a bad idea if we put it out. And if you listen to the podcast, you get the song. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. So I'll send it to you. Cool. Um, but yeah, if you vibed with us this year, thank you. But I, I do have a new song. This is the I'm the most proud of this song so far. This is like my favorite release. One, because it's all locally baked. This is all mm. cooked here in town. DJ Donuts, Joel Gorman, I love you, dude. Thank you for letting me live with you, be, to be roommates with you. Um, the story behind it is so funny. Uh, he was sick. He got really sick. And he was making beats. And I was doing laundry. And I walked back to go upstairs and he goes hey man i made this beat will you listen to it literally within a couple of minutes we had the hook down the next day i wrote it and that's all she wrote and i thought well i think justin priest like would i think he would murder on some guitar on this and yeah. he was like oh i can hear that too then i called justin and justin got in there laid about i think six different takes mm. and we stuck to the one that had a little distortion with some wah on it and uh he laced it and it's fucking amazing um shout out to justin priest and shout out to moses beats providing yeah. the space to let me record and for him to have an ear and mastering and all of us just working collectively as a team with our busy schedules to create a piece of spokane that they haven't gotten before i need to meet him i need to meet moses is great he he comes up in every conversation i have with any I just local love his, artist i love his name moses you know yeah he's part in the sea for so many people yeah like i love that guy i think he's incredible and you know just like anybody we have hard times and you know being uh you know he's he's working now again um because it's like there are 
artists come in seasons. Mm. You know, they'll drop a couple singles and they'll disappear for a couple months. Yeah. And then they come back and for something and then they just So, you know, he's working full time while also contributing to the art scene here mm. for a reasonable price. So if you're looking for well done, affordable work, mm-hmm. he works with you. Shout out to Moses. He's a big part of this too. So Moses, Joel, Justin, myself, Spokane, we're giving you a song that I I, I mean, I'd argue I don't think anybody's making anything like this um you know taking beats and then uh self-produced beats and then having extra guitar and then the the tributes and the shout outs to the the legends that did it before us man like it's it just means a lot like this song means a lot to me mm. and i'm excited for the video um where did know. where did uh the title come from uh, the lyrics. Oh, is it? Did you say grown folks? Yeah, grown, grown folk in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, I don't say it. In oh, them, and I don't say it. But the song matter. Yeah, what I'm talking about. You know. Yeah. Um, these early mornings only give what you're putting in. Cold water to the face, fresher to the skin. Mm. I cleared my head of the cloud I was living in. I missed the high some days, but now I see my wins. And maybe I was too invested in my problems and the folks with little discipline to show me how to solve them. What I learned is even if we are the same, we don't see eye to eye. Never been for passive energy. We're not the same guys. We go into the second verse. I'm like, um, a couple nights out the week, my thoughts can get the best of me. A part of growing old is sharing what you learn. Detaching from emotion just to save a rash reaction is a sign that a person has learned. Ain't no teacher or a prophet for the record. I'm a person can't tell you how to live your life. The only word I can keep is my own, and I'ma be direct even if it means moving on my own. That's grown people talk. Mm, yeah, like you don't, you know, kids are like, I've been just smoking the weed. I've been drinking a drink. I've been fucking her in the sheets. I've been doing like it's not that. You're yeah. not getting that kind of music, and that's the music that a lot of people make. It's like I don't get me wrong. I'm all for feeling good like that. I like to have a drink and I like to yeah. smoke too. But we need a song that was organically cooked and has a message. Mm. And Grown Folk is that song. And it it means a lot because also it's a tribute to Warren G, man. It's mm. a tribute to uh, the West Side. You know, I can't change your mind, but I can change mine. Mm. And that's what that's how we get down living on the West. So that's what the song's about. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited yeah. about it. Awesome. And somebody's My- got a birthday and oh. an event. Oh, yeah. I... Uh- so January 6th at Lucky You Lounge, uh, we got Jinx Universe, Exact Change, Isla Matisse, Joel, DJ Donuts, uh, opening with a, an, um, what I hear is going to be a, an amazing DJ set. Uh, and yeah, and I'm Spokast is sponsoring it. I kind of organized it. Um, and I, I really, it just kind of came together with, with Jinx, Jinx me and him kind of worked to, together to, to get this at Lucky You. And, you know, it just all kind of came together very organically. So, but uh, January 6th, Lucky You Lounge, 8 o'clock, doors open at 7. Mm-hmm. Get um, your tickets. Get your tickets, only 12 bucks. Yeah. Eventbrite, you can find it on the link in my bio, too. And and then my birthday's the next day. Mm. So mm. my birthday celebration is kind of, I'm I'm making, not making, but I'm asking friends if, they want to come and hang out with me on my birthday. Yeah, come to Lucky You Lounge. I want to be there. I have dance, so I'm like, Pfft. oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's gonna it, it's gonna be fun. So, I, uh, I and I'm really I want to see you live too. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm this year has just been so f- full, and and I have some other like personal goals. Like I really want to like 
I think early on I was going to say like, I want to say no to more, like more, say no more. Like I want to be able to like have that in my vocabulary. If someone reaches out about working on something and I don't have a good vibe about it, I want to be able to say no to people. Yeah. Like I want to, I need to get to that point. <laughs> like I need to be able to say no more. It's hard. It is hard. And, but yeah, it's just something that needs to be done. But we can't get out of here without oh man doing the the three the three what we're grateful three, for. Uh, you you, you start because I started like the last three episodes. All right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <sighs> I'm grateful for this this journey of mm. uh, moving up here and the the ups and downs of it. Mm. the the beautiful parts of it the the heartbreak of it all of it all of it I'm grateful for everybody that I've gotten to know um it's a lot of people at it again I don't I don't really talk to anymore mm. and that's fine you know like but man they taught me so much just as people you know because no. When you're a teenager, you look at your parents and you're like, oh, yeah, like they got it figured out. And then you become an adult and you're like, oh, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Like, it's it's just you don't know. You go into a situation thinking like, OK, these people have my best interest in mind. And then there comes a point in your life with your parents, with your friends, with your girlfriends, with your boyfriends, where you're like, well, they're not thinking about my interest per se. They're just taking the path that they knew. Mm. And that doesn't make them wrong. It's just what they know. Yeah, And this is the advice that's given. And I can tell you this. Don't let nobody sell you a dream. Um, I'm not saying this happened to me. I'm saying that this is what I see on social media. Mm. Buy my course. Buy my three-week program. Buy my six-month. Your life will change. Whatever you do, your life will change. Mm. As long as you're doing it with uh, an open heart. So the West Side this whole experience, this whole journey and how it's begun. Cause this is really just the beginning. Mm. I'm grateful for it. I, I wouldn't want it any different. I th I'm thankful for the, the people I've interacted with the music that has been made. My Spotify reaching almost eight K monthly listeners. I'm grateful for this whole thing. Mm. I never would have dreamed. Um, that's my first one. Um, you give me one. We'll, we'll go back and forth. Perfect. Like the goals. Yes. Uh, well, I've always, I always think my, my wife and my family and everything. So I'm not going to like, they know that I'm grateful for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have, I should have thought about this because I, <laughs> I, I've struck. You want me to go? I, no, 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 I got it. I mean, I have it. I, I, I want to thank my two friends, Luke Baumgarten and Joe Williamson. Boop. They are the founders of, Spokane Workers Co-op and Spokast is part of that. And they've helped me get this spot that I'm in, the studio that I'm in. Um, they've helped me get a lot of the equipment that's in here. And they have allowed me to grow at my own pace. Um, and the Spokast would not exist if it wasn't for their belief in what I'm doing in the city and what I'm providing to our community, this would just, just probably, I'd probably be doing this in my basement and <laughs> I would probably not be doing it as much. And I'd probably be back at a marketing job 
Um, so I'm so grateful for them to to allow me the the room to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, growth is like my is my word um, for 2023. Like I um, some of my friends who are life coaches, they were, they were doing a podcast in here and they're like talking about their words of the year and, you know, growth, like we called the show good growth that we're doing at lucky you lounge. And that was, it was based off of jinxes and Zach and Mike's album names, but it's also like what I'm all, I'm all about the good growth. Like, like in, when I grow, I'm doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so I, I, I really, I'm just grateful for everyone that allows me the space to grow and, and, and has given me so much support. I don't ever hear anything negative about anything I'm doing, which me, makes me feel like I'm doing something right. There's no one complaining about Brennan saying that he's anything. Like I, I know that I'm a good person. I know that what I'm doing here is good. And I know that the friends that I've made are the people I want to surround myself with. Oh, that's awesome. I put like, that's like three. No, it's it's <laughs> all good. I have, to have two more though. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, two. I'm grateful for my, my closest friend, Melinda. She's done so much. Mm-hmm. She's going through the hardest time. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, um, Melinda is, a businesswoman, a professional dressage horse rider, you know, full-time mom. She lost her husband last year to brain cancer, raising three boys. And she does all this and still manages to make time to give to the community all across the region. And she also makes time to just kick it with me and talk about being single. (laughs) Uh, she means the world to me. Her boys mean the world to me. She makes she makes life feel like it's even more worth living. Mm. Because no matter how hard it gets, she always pushes. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of people I've met that inspire me, but none the way she does. Like she's a different breed. Mm. That's just a, a type of human that you just don't come across. Yeah. Um. I love you, girl. Thank you for being in my life. That's my second. Mm. Uh, my second is I don't know if I've I, I think I've mentioned them before. Andrea and Nate. Um, Andrea and Nate are the original co-hosts of Spocast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help like Nate came up with the name Spocast when we did our original meeting. We're like, what kind of podcast are we going to do? Like, what's it going to be about? Is it going to be about a straight, a straight, straight man and a gay man and our time in Spokane? Like, and we're like, no, it needs to be something different. Like maybe about like what's going on here. And we're like, yeah, let's do a podcast about what's going on in Spokane. Like that hasn't, I don't think that's been done before. Like, and we're like, no, and we're like, what do we call it? And he's like, Spocast easy it's like it's podcast but spokecast like and that's where it originated and when we had that first meeting we were like well how do we get guests like who are we going to interview and we're like we know exactly who to call and we called andrea my friend our friend and told her hey you're missing the meeting 
And she came to the, like she came from work and came in, had drinks with us. And she, we were like, we need you to be the third host in this, like help us get guests. And we're going to create this really cool thing. And then last year when it came to, when I, when I, when I left, so yeah, we did the podcast. We've been doing the podcast for since 2019. And when I left the place that I was previously working, I, I, I kind of was going to, start my own studio and what was I going to call that? I was going to call it digital craftsman studio. Am I going to call it something else? Um, and I was like, I got to call this Spokecast. Like it's what it's, you know, what started this all. And it makes so much sense to have my company be called it because yeah. it's Spokecast, like all the pot, I'm a production house and, and they gave me the go ahead to, to use the name and then, ask anything for it like and i can't say thank you enough to them because if i didn't if it wasn't for them starting this I, this would not exist either so that's awesome and i don't get to see them as much i'm actually my friend andrea who's doing the spin class that i'm going to this afternoon she's she you know she's i just don't see them as much as i used to and i and i miss them but i i always want them to remember that like they were the ones that helped me start this, and I don't want to ever forget that. Yeah, that's a good one. Fuck, because we're stay, we're sitting in it. You know, yeah. Like this is what that is. Three. I'm grateful that I made it through this year with ease. Mm. There were there were its hardships, but if I look back on it. I had to do it to you. If ain't nobody else going to do it, I'm going to do it. I had to show you. I had to show everybody that it was possible. And I also learned how to count excuses. Like I count, you know, the money I spend and the money that returns. I can't tell you how many excuses I've heard this year. And the thing is, is you deal with them sober. And that hurts worse. Because, you know, I, I know people that are like, ah, it is what it is. And then they go, you know, get blackout drunk or they get high as fuck. And then they forget. Like, they genuinely forget about it. But how many times is that going to get off on you? How many times is they going to pull a quick one over your eyes? And it's not to say that that was their intention. Mm. But I can't let people's patterns dictate mine. I will stand by my guns and how I live my life. And if you want to have a conversation with me, period, you call me. Mm. Or text me. Call me. Let's plan something, really. I've heard more excuses. I've heard more excuses this year than I've ever heard in my whole life. And it's because I didn't put a veil over my eyes. Mm. The amount of times I'd be mad at something or like frustrated and then I'd just get high and I'd be like, oh, you know what it is, what it is, you know what I'm ain't nobody did, you know what I'm saying, what it is. And then it happens again and again and again. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, it is what it is. Taking a shot, oh, it is what it is. Have a second little bitch, oh, it is what it is. Like, it's like, no, it's not, it is what it is. Because it's starting to make a lot of sense why people are in the same place. Hmm. And then they're mad at you. They're mad at you, period. People are mad at you because you're doing great. They see you do it, and they're like, well, where's my bone? What bone? Period. What bone? 
And that's across the board. I changed my friend group this year completely. It almost feels like now that I'm around a bunch of business, <laughs> Brennan, my friends are all in their 40s. Mm. Like nobody that I'm hanging out with is just a a teenager. You know, my friends are in their late 30s. I'm and, not. And I'm not. 40s. I'm not in my 40s, by the way. You. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Your mind is there. Damn it. No, I, my my mind's at. I'm 29 in my heart. Nah, shut your <laughs> ass up. But what? But what? What I've quickly distinguished is is like the people that I genuinely call friends are business owners. Like they do something with their lives. Mm. And then you instantly recognize the difference between an employee and a business owner. Mm. And when you see that, you see how hard it, it is and how much you have to... You don't want to be around employees. And it's not to say that they're bad. It's just to say that when they get off work, they get off work. We never get off work. Right. Every day I'm plotting for the next video. Every day I'm plotting for the next thing. Every day I'm plotting for the next rollout. Every day I'm plotting for the next marketing strategy. Mm. How the heck can we advance? Yeah. Other than just Google ads, you know what I mean? Like, what's a good way to give people something that's collateral in their hands to take home with and cash in? How do we do that? That's that's big. Mm. So I'm grateful I weathered the storm this year. It was it was fun. It was fun. It was hard. From it was like terribly difficult, but it was like it had its moments. You know, like my buddy got married and I wanted to. Everybody was drunk. Everybody was drunk at that bar, at that wedding and uh. Oh, Issaquah. Yeah. Issaquah. Mm-hmm. Everybody was turned. It was all, you know, me, 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 back in high school, you know, somebody like oh, all my high school buddies. And I was completely sober sitting by myself, like on the dance floor while everybody was outside, fuck, fucking drunk, high. And I was just there by myself. Mm. And then I had a couple of kids that I saw as toddlers. They're grown now. They're like 20. And they came up to me and they're like, hey, man, why don't you have a drink or something? I'm like, oh, I just don't, you know, I don't. And they're like, wow. Like they were so dumbfounded mm. by the fact that I'm 28, 29 and I'm not drinking or smoking weed. Right. They're like, but it's a celebration. I'm like, yeah, but that's not a reason to like let off the gas. Right. I We can celebrate, but I ain't got to celebrate like that. Right. I'm very happy for them. Mm-hmm. And so you learn really quickly, man. Like who, who fucks with you like that? Yeah. You know, like stoners are great when you do it. Alcoholics are great when you do it. Uh, I mean, you can look at sex the same way. Yeah. Hooking up and uh, single culture is great when you involve yourself with it. But when you focus on yourself and your grind, you quickly learn that no one gives a fuck about their own. That's true. That's very true. And they put yours in jeopardy. Yeah. So that's my third. You know, I, I, I had to end it on a bang. This is the last one. We're just getting straight to it. Change your friends. Change your friends. Like hang out with people that are striving for excellence every day. Yeah. The ones who are like constantly like, man, I don't know if this is going to make sense or if this is going to brand well or is this, those are the people you want to be around. Yes. Uh, they're, they're great. So I agree with that. I'm going to, I mean, mine is friends and I changed my friend group this year very much. So like, well, I don't really, you know, I don't spend much time. Like, I think there's like, I don't spend much time with friends anymore. Like I, I don't have like I, my friend, like I, I want to be home with my kids. I want to spend yeah, time with my right. kids, and like, it's, I don't get to go out with the guys, or like, you know, it, like I don't get that much anymore. But like, the new friends I've made this year have, you know, they're all surrounding basically my work. But like, but I can tell that real friendships have come from that, and and there are people that I can reach out to when I need help. And I mean, those, I mean, it started with you, like. It's, 
you know, I don't, it's, it's always tough to like be there, like be friends with someone and like only ever see them when we're doing this. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. I wish we would have hung out more and I wish we would have, you know, spent some more time together. But the time that we got together was, it was always meaningful and it was always, I always learned something about myself. And when you meet someone like that, when you can have conversations with someone like that, it really makes you change your perspective of what friendship is. Like, I think everyone thinks this friendship is about like, Ooh, who, who am I hanging? Who am I rolling with tonight? Like, who am I like? And that's just not what friendship is. It's not about the bullshit time. It's about the time that like, that you need something like yeah. you need help or you need to talk to someone like the friends I made this year are the one are friends that I can do that with. And it's you, it's uh, my friend, Chris, uh, my friend, Derek, uh, Jinx, like, I mean, they're in, it's in Lucas and, uh, and Justin with, uh, Owens farms. Like it's these kind of guys that like, that believe in me and really want to see what I'm doing succeed. And, but they also like, we're just friends. Like we're just like, we, and they're there for me and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you dude for doing this. And I'm so happy that I sent you that message last year, challenging us to do this and then you doing it. And, and I mean, it's, I think it's why this podcast went, we, I think we missed one month of releasing an episode, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but had you probably ended your, it, this podcast probably would have ended. Mm-hmm. And because you saw it through and you did it, like we're here on the second to the last day of the year, recording this, talking about bettering ourselves. And I don't yeah. know, there's not a lot of people that do that, bettering themselves and like, a real way. Like or they talk about it. Or they, or they talk don't, about they don't it. talk about it. Like it's it's something yeah. that people kind of have shame about. And that's something that's something I talk a lot about is like there's a lot of people who talk about doing shit that don't do the shit. Yeah. And that was the biggest takeaway I had this year. Is yeah. the amount of hypotheticals that got thrown in the air. And, and here's the thing is I hear them, but you just yeah. kind of, you know, let them talk and then we'll do work, you know. Yeah. But then there are the people that do, do this like do the shit. And then there's the people who like wanna go on that ride and they wanna they want a free seat and like you can get in that you can stay in that free seat for a little bit but eventually you're going to have to reciprocate that yeah and 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 i and i and i just really like i appreciate the people that are have shown me like love and it actually want to succeed with me yeah so I appreciate you all I, I appreciate you dude and i'm Really excited for everyone to listen to this song. Yeah, uh, man. This is grown folk shit. So peace. Peace, y'all. Love you. Yeah. You are now to begin.
Early mornings only give what you putting in Cold water to the face, fresher to the skin Clip my head of the cloud I was living in I miss the high some days but now I see my ends And maybe I was too invested in my problems And the folks with little discipline to show me how to solve them What I learned is even if we are the same we don't see eye to eye Never been for passive energy, we not the same guys Mom's calls get missed, Mike's happy with the miss Pops asking about the kids, this is 28 Left Texas dropping hits along the way Shouts to Harper, I'ma get the hit to set the team straight up Joel Josh, Nicholas at the crib Ambition never felt so stocked up I ain't never been one for cliches But the truth don't change We gon' do the same thing Drop a head and let it bang And you know I'm from the south side And me and Donuts gonna funk to this We gon' funk to this Gonna tell you what this life like When it rains it really pours in it It really does, don't it? And it don't get easier But when I get a chance to say I can't change your mind But I can change mine Living this life on the west side Listen, a couple nights out the week My thoughts can get the best of me A part of growing older Sharing what you learn Detaching from emotion Just to save a rash reaction Is a sign that a person has learned Ay, Ain't no teacher or prophet for the record I'm a person Can't tell you how to live your life uh, The only word I can keep is my own And I'ma be direct Even if it means Moving on my own Listen, I made investments, uh-huh I broke even, uh-huh And I could try to earn you love But that's a stiff, nuh-uh You still talking while I'm moving Tell me what you gonna It's a balance to be humble And a smooth stunner Reservations through the week To see my ladies hit the peak I walk through Kendall Hit my road to see the city streets And here's to all the ones That still have a hard time Comprehending I'm the one she liking on your timeline And you know I'm from the south side And me and Donuts gonna funk to this We gonna funk to this Gonna tell you what this life like when it rains, it really pours in it. And it don't get easier. But when I get a chance to say, I can't change your mind, but I can change mine. Living this life on the west side. <laughs> Justin Priest, ladies and gentlemen. Change mine, living this life on the west side. Uh-huh.